right. Welcome, 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 everyone. This is Venice Robbins, and it is that time, podcast time. And today I'm really thrilled because I, I'm, I'm interested in something these days. What I'm interested in is, you know, as many of you know, I, I live in Texas. We had this whole crazy snowcopalypse. And like, seriously, it was very, um, I'm not trying to be dramatic, but it was really traumatizing, (laughs) like not having electricity, being like in a home of 30 degrees, being a girl from Texas, not being prepared at all for the cold, not having, not being able to be warm. It was really hard. And after the snowcopalypse and really learning about the grid and all of what happened in the dynamics of Texas, I'm really interested in solar. So I met my friend, Joe, who's kind of a fairly new friend, uh, and he works in solar. So I've been learning from him and kind of like picking his brain and asking questions and myself learning about solar. Because honestly, for me, I don't know about you who are watching, it was kind of like, eh, okay, whatever. You know, you see these solar panels, no big deal. But I didn't really understand, like, what the big deal was and why. And what I appreciate is Joe is really an expert, and he's really taken the time to, like, kind of educate me and answer all kinds of questions. So, you guys, Joe is on the podcast today. And Joe, you're my first male host Awesome. Yes. Well, <laughs> or, definitely a pleasure. Yes, yes, because all my guests have been females. But, you oh. know, <laughs> so you're the first guy. I'm so thrilled. Uh, and what a better person because you're just like a, I really, you're like a really great human being, Joe. Awesome. Well, thank you for having me, Venice. Hey, yes. everyone. So, Joe, tell us a little bit, bit about you and, you know, a little bit about yourself and then just how did you get into solar and kind of a little bit about your uh, journey and your life in the industry. Awesome. Yeah. So um, yeah, my name is Joe Rellis and I'm originally from a small town uh, called Safford, Arizona. Okay. Uh, I'm 33 years old and how I got into the solar industry is very interesting. I actually was in the mining industry for 10 years. And so doing mining, uh, you know, what really, uh, you know, kind of struck a nerve with me was we were consistently taking from the earth. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, with that, I worked for a big corporation. And in that big corporation, uh, I never really felt like I was making a difference in the world. Mm -hmm. And so um, it's funny because how I stumbled upon solar uh, was a door to door sales guy. Coming, coming by my place and was like, hey, have you ever thought about owning your power? And I was like, well, what do you mean? Have I ever thought about owning my power? Like, of course, I, I never had. Yeah. And um, after he sparked that uh, conversation, uh, naturally, I started to notice around me in Arizona that there was solar panels in fields. And I could remember back to being a kid where solar's actually been a technology that's been around for a very long time. Wow. I just never had been present to um, how it worked um, and how you could actually own your energy. Wow. And then uh, five years ago, 
uh, I, there was an opportunity to work uh, with the company that I currently work with and uh, relocate actually out here to Houston, Texas. And so um, that's, of course, what I did. I took the opportunity to make a difference in the world. Um, and the vehicle that I drive now is actually solar. Yay! I love your car. <laughs> so oh yeah literally you love the car the solar car yes you yes it. yeah. it's super cute but the vehicle yeah you, the way well i hear too it's like the way you're making a difference is through solar totally also. that's exactly what it is that's the vehicle i was speaking to yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i got mesmerized <laughs> by your cute car he has like an electric yeah. car it's like super cute uh and you're married Ari mm -hmm. is your wife and how many kids do you have yeah so i have a son um joseph uh, he's a junior. And then, of course, I have uh, three beautiful daughters and I have my lovely wife, Ari. Yep. Awesome. Yes, they're pretty great. I got to meet them recently and kind of spend some time with them. So it's really great. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing. And, you know, one of the things that I think you and I have in common, I know we have in common, is we just really want to make a difference. And um, there's different vehicles or ways you can do that. And one way that I do that is by educating people that is another thing we have in common is we really like educating people right and totally. i yeah i love educating people around things that i personally believe in um and i also love sharing things that i also can like get behind you know and as i've been learning about solar it's been very eye-opening and what i see is like peace of mind you know, as a homeowner, because I think the thing that got me was when you said, and I'm going to paraphrase it, but you can go from renting to owning your power. And that just like changed everything for me. And that's been like the thing that has me just really want to learn more and share about this, about solar. So tell us a little bit about why solar like what is the what's in it for a homeowner yeah that's a great question and you know i kind of just want to start off with um renting and owning mm -hmm. okay so homeowners definitely like to see their money uh go towards an investment okay and naturally, one thing that we've never really thought about is that whenever we open up that electric bill, we take a look at the money that we're paying towards those electric bills. Um, it's hundreds of dollars a month. And then when you calculate that throughout the year, uh, it's thousands of dollars. And if you live in a home, the average homeowner lives in a home, you know, anywhere between eight and 12 years. Man. And so when you take a, a look at the numbers and you do the math, um, you know, that's a lot of money that you're paying to rent your electricity. And yeah. it's just never been one of those common things that we thought about, like, hey, we could actually own our own <laughs> mini power plant uh, that could actually be attached to our roof. And so whenever I really discovered how solar works, how simple it is, um, for me, it's just crazy that more people <laughs> do not know uh, how to take that money and reallocate it and put uh, ownership, you know, uh, back into or take that same money and uh, invest it back into owning their power. When you... See, I think for me, like what kind of blew my mind was like, we don't think about how we pay for electric. It's mm. just what we do. My mom paid electric. My grandmother paid electric. Like, that's what we do. And it was like, you mean I can own my electricity? It's just, every time I think about it, I'm still like, oh, my God. Like, it's so not what I've ever heard or, you know, learned. 
So it just gets me. Su- Can you tell I'm super excited, Joe? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm and super just to, go ahead. Just, yeah, just to touch on that a little, little further. Um, you know, whenever it comes to um, paying that bill, like um, it's a, it's a green product, right? So you're doing something that's good for the environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, another thing that you're avoiding ultimately is future inflation. Like we've never thought about the fact that, you know, there's going to be inflation and it it occurs uh, Mm -hmm. and, you know, a clear sign of it is kind of like, you know, if you think back to the $5 foot long, no longer Mm -hmm. a thing. Uh, If you look at, you know, uh, the actual value of homes, different Mm -hmm. things like that, there's a lot of signs around us that point Mm -hmm. to inflation. And so it's just one of those things that it's another thing that you have control over. And so if you can, you know, control the inflation to where you're not uh, paying these higher bills Mm -hmm. and then um, take that same money and reallocate it to ownership, there's a lot Mm -hmm. of power in that. And these programs, they don't require any money out of pocket. You know, the Mm -hmm. biggest misconception is that people think they need all this money to go solar. In reality, you don't need any money out of pocket and you reallocate the same money that you're currently spending on an electric bill to pay for your solar panels. See, that's the thing too, is like, I was like, oh, surely it's going to cost a ton of money. And I'm like, what? You know, it's just like, yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to put something in right now. If you are listening to this podcast and you're like intrigued, curious, you're a homeowner, you have a daughter who's a homeowner, a son who's a homeowner. um, I'm going to put a link where you can get like, connect with someone from Joe's team in the uh, episode notes for this podcast, please. I just feel like it's worth the conversation to get like, how can this actually help me? Okay. So that's my first, I just can't help myself, but like, let you know, you know, I really want to, I'm inviting you to really take a look at how this could really help you uh, in your life. You said something earlier about you'll have something on your roof that you own, like mm-hmm. an asset. Can you say a little bit more about that and then how yeah. it works? Well, no, no, no. Cause there's so much I want to talk about. Okay. Let's talk about the <laughs> asset on your home. And then let's talk about the advantages of having that little mini power plant on your home, on your roof. Yeah. So again, you know, uh, when it comes to solar being on top of your roof, um, you know, we have all this sun that is free. And with that, uh, naturally what's happening is you have electricity that is being uh, produced in the world through the, <laughs> through the sun, something that we you know, like we've never really thought about. We have all this energy that is being produced by the sun. And so what happens with that, uh, you know, mini power plant, which is your solar panels, it's taking those photons and it's DC electricity. Now what happens is there's an inverter that is underneath each solar panel. We call these micro inverters. And it actually converts that power from DC power to AC, which all homes use. And in that uh, situation, that's where you're uh, producing your own power, consuming your own power. Um, And that's pretty much the gist of it. It's amazing. I love it. Talk about the net metering programs. Yeah. So to touch on the net metering programs, uh, there's, Typically, if you're on a bigger grid, uh, there's net metering programs that are available to you, which a lot of people are just not aware of the programs. And what a net meter is, is it's actually the meter that is installed on your home. It's a digital meter, okay? Mm -hmm. That digital meter is set up to actually spin backwards. 
Mm. So in most cases, we're just used to being charged for power. Mm-hmm. And with the with a net meter, it actually spins backwards when it, uh, you have a sunny day and the mm-hmm. the solar panels are producing the power. Um, mm-hmm. You're going to first consume the electricity in your home, but then excess uh, that is produced goes out to the electric grid uh, mm-hmm. through that net meter. And you're compensated in the form of a of a credit uh, or in some cases, electric companies will actually pay you out depending on what electric grid you're on mm-hmm. um, or co- co-op that you're on. Yeah. Wow. That's a huge advantage. Like totally. really huge. <laughs> when you told me net metering, I was like, what the heck is that? See, all these things we just, I think we just don't know about. We have not heard about these things. Now, you also talked about tax credits. Like mm-hmm. there's tax credits available for homeowners who have solar panels. So can you talk about that? Yeah. So there's definitely a need for other resources uh, to produce electricity. Earlier, you talked about uh, the, the snowpocalypse. Is that yeah, what you called it? Yeah, snowpocalypse in Texas. <laughs> yeah. So... There's just more resources out there that are needed. And, you know, one of the ways that um, our country is actually getting more solar on the grid is there's a 26% tax credit that is available to all homeowners. Okay. Uh, And if you're a 1099 uh, employee or if you're a W-2 employee, Mm -hmm. this is is something that is available to you as a homeowner. It's 26% of the total cost is available to you in the form of a tax credit. We're all going to pay taxes um, in one way, shape, or form. And this is just another uh, incentive for you to take your money that you pay out towards taxes and actually have a choice and a say with what happens with that money. Naturally, here, you get the choice to invest it back into your home. OMG! (laughs) Again, shocking. I mean, um, I, I mentioned this to you. Don and I, we sold our home, so... We're transitioning. Our plan is to buy a home in Colorado. And like I told Don, oh, my God, we will have solar panels on our home. Like, I can't wait. Yeah, it's awesome. (laughs) Now, one thing I've been wondering about, because I was talking to my mother-in-law about solar. And she she made a comment like, you know, just like kind of an aside. Oh, well, you know, up here, because we don't get as much uh, sunshine, we really can't do solar panels. And I Mm -hmm. wasn't really too sure if that was actually accurate. Mm -hmm. So how does that work with like different temperatures or climates? And then also for maybe States that don't get as much sun as like Florida, Texas, you know, like Arizona. Yeah. That's a, that's a great question. So uh, first thing that you're going to want to look at when it comes to your home to see if it's a good fit for solar is you're going to want to see if there's actually a South, primarily South facing roof plane, uh, west and then east with little mm-hmm. to no obstructions on the roof. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing that you're going to want to look to look for is little to no shading. Uh, you want to mm-hmm. make sure that you have good open space uh, on mm-hmm. your roof to put panels and then that they get good sun exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing uh, that you want to look at is um, actually the temperatures. I know you mentioned um, Florida, you mentioned Arizona, mm-hmm. Texas, the Southern region of the country. Uh, mm-hmm. definitely we get a, a ton of sun hours here, mm-hmm. uh, the lo- lower that we are, um, and closer to the equator, right? Naturally mm-hmm. we have longer, longer, uh, days and sun hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not to say that in the North, 
the northern part of the country that solar isn't a good fit. Uh, solar panels, interestingly enough, a lot of people <laughs> aren't aware, but they will actually work in negative uh, 40 degrees Celsius and temperatures as high as 194 degrees Celsius. So wow. solar is actually a really good fit for those northern states as well. Uh, a yeah. lot of people just aren't aware of the uh, way that solar works and how it could actually mm -hmm. benefit them. And that's exactly mm -hmm. why we're having this conversation is just to educate yeah. people and make them aware yeah. of the incentives and things that are available to them. It's awesome. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I'm going to have to definitely follow up with my mother-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> now what I'm going to do is I'll just kind of one more time for those of you that are, you know, still on, um, please, I really invite you to connect with, a someone who really is an expert like Joe and his team who can really educate you and also specifically look at what are your needs? How can solar be a fit for you and what that could look like? So um, please check out the link on this podcast episode. And yeah, I'm just really, I just, I see the value. I'm all about people being like powerfully choosing and it's, you know, from my standpoint, vantage point, we can't choose something if we don't have all the facts. So it just makes sense to get the facts and then choose, right? And that's empowering. Yeah. Then the fact of the matter is, is you know, we're going to spend this money. Um, and you pointed to something that is extremely powerful, which is having the choice to choose. And you know, the biggest misconception is like, again, people think they need all this money to go solar when you don't need any kind of money out of pocket. There's government incentives. There's no upfront cost. Uh, and usually it's right around, if not less than what you're currently paying for electricity. It's just mm -hmm. a matter of finding out how it will work specifically for your home. Woohoo! Awesome. All right, Joe, you, I'm, I'm asking you to come back. We'll have another conversation. Okay, will you do that? Totally. I would love to be okay, back. Cool. Awesome. Thank you. All right, guys. Well, that's our uh, conversation for today. Again, uh, please click uh, the link in the episode notes. And until next time in our next amazing conversation, whatever that conversation will be about. I'll see you then. Bye, guys. Bye, Joe. Thanks, y'all. <laughs>